0: good morning. How are we doing? Are you cooling down after this amazing week of heat? Yeah? Wasn't it nice? Refreshing heat? Okay, a few people. Some of you are refreshed by the cool, some of you were refreshed by that heat. Today you have this opportunity to be refreshed again in God's love. Uh, his, his mercy and, and grace for, for you and me as we continue the summer's refresher teaching series. Now now two weeks ago, we started off being refreshed on the fact that we have this hope in life, thanks to Jesus. Last week, we were f- refreshed in the fact that we don't have it all together. We're broken. Uh, we're broken people, and yet we're loved by God. And, and because our God loves us so much, because our God is Jesus, we are, we are children of a God of the broken. Our, our God, Jesus, is, is a God for the broken. And, and so every week we've seen that the answer always lies in the same place. Jesus, right? The answer still always lies in Jesus. Not just in his name, of course, but in what he did. Jesus was broken on a cross to save us from our sins. Jesus was broken on a cross to save all humanity from their brokenness, from their hurts. He he died and rose again, claiming victory over sin, death, and the devil. And guess what? He guaranteed eternal life to all those who believe. Eternal means forever. E- e- eternity is a lot longer than the time we spend here on this earth. Good refresher, right? Good reminder for ourselves. So today, as we continue this summer refresher teaching series, we, we find ourselves looking at the greatest commandments given by our Lord. And before we really dig into that, we got to go back um, a little bit to a a more modern thought, a powerful thought from our friend Winnie the Pooh. Okay? Winnie the Pooh once said, a little consideration, a little thought for others makes all the difference. Now just take a moment and think on those words in light of everything going on. Well, a little consideration, a little thought, for others makes all the difference how would things in our nation how would things in our world look if we applied this more frequently to others a little consideration a little thought for others it makes all the difference But the question is, do we truly understand this concept? Do the people around us truly understand this concept? I don't know. Some do. Some don't. And yet it seems like a little consideration, a little care for for anyone different than you is a hard thing to do today. No one can have a different opinion anymore. And if you do, so often there is no care, there is no consideration, there is no thought extended. And yet this is what makes all the difference. Kindness, openness to conversation, taking the time to care, Yeah, what would things look like right now if we just did this? They'd look a lot different. Now, all that being said, I'm not surprised at all by what is happening. And nor should you be. It's been going on for thousands of years. It's just the worst that most of us have ever seen. And yet here's the thing, if we follow Winnie the Pooh's advice and truly understand what God is saying, we can make a difference here in our own little neck of the woods where God has placed us. We might not be able to change things nationally or even drastically, but God can and God will use us by the power of the Holy Spirit in our own neighborhoods. This started a long time ago, so we've got to go way back, okay? We've got to go way back to the Old Testament. And and when you go way back into the Old Testament, you find yourself back in Leviticus chapter 19. And in Leviticus 19, God is sharing with the Israelites that he wants his holiness, his love, his mercy reflected in the lives and conduct of his people. You you read a little bit of chapter 19 there in Leviticus, and you know what you see? You you see God is saying, love your neighbor. (laughs) Love your neighbor by not mistreating them. Love your neighbor by not mistreating them. Instead, treat them as they belong. Treat them as they are a person. Leviticus 19, God says, he says, be fair. Don't be partial to the poor and defer to the great. He says, don't go around slandering one another. He says, do not hate one another. I have a question for you. Do you know what happens when a society hates one another? When a society hates one another, it tears itself apart. When a society hates one another, it tears itself apart. Because a society filled with hate tears itself away from God. And it self destructs. So instead of hate, Leviticus tells us what it says: reason, reason honestly with your neighbor, and if there is disagreements, which we know there will be disagreements, don't take revenge, don't bear a grudge. But love. That's what God says he expects of his people. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's not just the Old Testament, though. We know that, right? That, that speaks to the followers of God and, and how we are to live. Jesus, in our gospel reading that Tony just, just read for us there in, in Luke 10, 25 to 37, you've got this lawyer, this, this expert of the law. He asked Jesus, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? I invite you into that scripture today. Luke 10. Luke 10, beginning with verse 25. We'll work our way through this a little bit. Luke 10, verse 25, it says this, Behold, a lawyer stood up to put Jesus to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And verse 26, Jesus said to him, What is written in the law, and how do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, You have answered correctly, Do this and you will live. So, the response here is to love the Lord your God. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. The guy knew it. The expert of the law, the lawyer knew it. Jesus said, You answered correctly. Do this and you will live. Now let's stop here for just a quick second and look at this a little bit, a little bit more in depth. Okay, that, that that first part. Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and strength, and you will live. Okay, that's a lot different than love your neighbor and you will live. And here's the difference. You're you're loving God because of what he's done for you from God through Christ right to you, right? By the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the only way that you can love God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. You love God in this way by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will live forever. And then he says, love your neighbor as yourself and you will live. So that means loving your neighbor Here. That that means welcoming them and treating them with care and kindness and respect. Loving your neighbor means loving them the way that Jesus loves us, and you will live here. You will experience God's kingdom here on earth. You will live and you will see fruit. You will see this glorious fruit of God that is produced. Once again, we could simply put it and say, Love your neighbor as yourself. Don't judge. Don't hate. Don't destroy. Love one another. But that expert of the law, right? Like so many quote unquote experts today, wanted to justify himself. So he asked, Who is my neighbor? Huh? God, Jesus, who's my neighbor? And it's such a great question, right? I mean, we ask it, don't we? There's been a time in our lives where we've asked the same thing because we want to justify ourselves too. So we ask, Jesus, who am I supposed to love? Who am I supposed to care about? Who should I share a little bit of concern or thought for Jesus, no, really, who are these people that that you're talking about? You really can't be talking about them. So so Jesus, really, who is my neighbor? And then Jesus gives this response that, 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 you know, so many of us or so many Christians like to quote or say they know, but yet his answer is so not what many people want to hear. Or maybe, better yet, we should say it's not how people want to live. And yet, Jesus' response should make us want to be part of the right ending of this story. So, so today, we're going we're to look at these next few verses again, but I want you to think about this. Who are you more like right now? Are you more like the priest, the Levite, or the Samaritan? So who do you identify with? Who are you more like, the priest, the Levite, or the Samaritan today? The expert of the law does what we do. He tries to define his neighbor as someone that he can choose to care for. The Levite and the priest... They just walk right on by. They don't even say hi. (laughs) But guess what? I am about 100% certain that all of us have done something like this. Because there are times in our lives that we are like the priest. We are like the Levite. We do the same thing. We won't talk with those people because of where they stand on this issue or that issue. We say in our minds and in our hearts, I can't help them. They made their choices. Now they're living with it. I won't help them because they act differently. They're, they're, they're different than me. They they think differently. Right? It's so much easier just to be like the priest and Levite, to just pass by on the other side of the road. So much easier not to engage them in conversation. It's so much easier to hate than it is to love. And yet we know, friends, we know we should be like the Samaritan. Right? We, we know we should be like the Samaritan. Look at what he did. This, this enemy of the Jews. This, this man put his life on the line to help someone out he shouldn't have been helping out. He spent his hard-earned money to make sure that he got the proper care and was doctored back to health. He invested so much in order to rescue a quote-unquote enemy of his. And then there's that question from Jesus to this expert of the law. Which do you think proved to be the neighbor? The response? The one who showed him mercy. And then Jesus responded back simply saying, you go and do likewise. What is Jesus teaching us here? Well, first off, he's trying to help us all comprehend that our neighbor is anyone and everyone. Our neighbor is, is, is those in need of the gospel. Our neighbors are the people we don't agree with. Our neighbors are those who don't like us. Our neighbors are those who don't believe what we believe. Our neighbors are those who who don't like us because of how we live. Our neighbors are those who don't even like us because of who we're living for. Then, now that we've been refreshed on on that, right, we, we notice that Jesus also is teaching us here to... Darn it, Acts comes back again to go and do likewise. Go and show mercy. Go and show love, care, and concern to all those people, to the marginalized, to the, the forgotten to the stranger, the alien, the neighbor, to those who believe in abortion, to those who have had an abortion, go to them and show mercy. Go to the hater and show mercy. Go to the opponent. Go to the person on the other side of the aisle and show mercy. It's really so simple. Yet we've made it so hard. Because, well, we're right. <laughs> That's our thought process, right? But guess what? Our thought process is clouded with selfishness, our thought process is clouded with sin. That's why Jesus' way always works best. Show mercy. Show love. Show patience. And yes, we go and we go again and we do this and we try and we quickly realize we don't do it well at all times. Sometimes we're doing great, sometimes we're doing poor. We're reminded once again of how greatly far we are from loving and self sacrificing the way that Christ does for us. And yet we go and we learn. Right, we, we go and we grow and, and learn from this, even when we fail. But the great thing about this parable, friends, is that this parable is all about Jesus. Yes, it's, it's showing us and telling us what to do, but this parable is about Jesus. Jesus became the good Samaritan for you and for me. The story of how Jesus entered into this world, right? This world of human suffering, pain, and sin. He entered into this world, into this stuff that left us for dead to carry us out. He's the Good Samaritan. He's the one who's caring for those who need mercy and love and grace. He picked up his cross. He picked up his cross and carried us to safety. See, he was lifted high up into that sky and nailed to that tree. And there he paid for our debts, our sins, and he healed our wounds, but not just ours, whose? Everyone's. Even the priest and Levite that walked away. And because of this, friends, we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. And because of that, we're to go and do likewise. We love our neighbors. We love our neighbors, especially those who need help. We we love our, our neighbors, any human being, even ones who so boldly disagree with you. We we love our neighbors, even those who have done any sort of harm or injury to us or someone we love. These are people. These are children of God that he never stops loving, which means we never stop loving as well, because these people never stop being our neighbors, And friends, here's the thing, just by us, each of us who is here, leaning into the power of the Holy Spirit, knowing and showing God's love for us in Jesus Christ, then going and doing likewise in our lives, we will make a world of difference. For God has put you in this spot. He's put you in this town, or that town, or this school, or that school, in that workplace, or this workplace, in that family, in that neighborhood for a reason right now. He's got you there for a purpose. His purpose. To go and do likewise. To love your neighbors. Do not try this alone. It won't work. Do not try this with man's advice. Do not try this with woman's advice. It won't work. Instead, remember what God has done for you through Jesus Christ. Friends, lean into the Lord. Refresh yourself in his word, in his grace, in his mercy. Pray, cry out to him asking for help, asking for forgiveness. Open your heart, open your mind to the power of the Holy Spirit and let him work. You can and will make a difference in one person's life by loving them. By showing them mercy the way that Christ loves them the way that he shows them mercy, which, by the way, is the same way that he shows you and me love and mercy. When the Holy Spirit is at work in you, when you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and you love your neighbor as yourself, truly, A little consideration, a little thought for others does make all the difference. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.